You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life in this special episode number 60. For this, you know, little um, reaching, right? Reaching this 60th episode, we are going to go over what people actually think about me. And now I did this survey. It was a bit informal and it wasn't that, you know, detailed, but I wanted to figure out what people actually think about me in order for my own brand, in order to see ways that I can personally grow, ways that I can improve my business, you know, just different different things in my life that I can improve. And so I asked a select number of people of varying degrees in how they know me and how well they know me and what situations they know me from in order to get a good round view of how I am viewed, of what my personal brand is that I might not even know. And so I'm not going to give any names out because I don't want to I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. And so I'm just going to describe who they are and how they know me. So I have the first person is um, a friend of mine who I met a couple of years ago that has a lot of marketing and business uh, skills, who's very knowledgeable, but has not as much experience as me. And then so he says, so I asked him, what are five words you would use to describe me or five phrases? The first one is energetic. And now you'll see this repeated as I go through all these. You'll see, and and I was happy to see this, because that's one thing that I see about myself and that I want to portray is my level of energy and how passionate I am about things and how just nonstop I am in getting what I want. And so I was super happy to see that because that is right on brand for me, and I very purposefully show that part of me. It's real. It's it, it's very authentic, but I want to make sure that gets through in the content I create and the way that I describe myself and just my life. I want to make sure that I am portraying energy and I'm, and I'm being viewed as energetic. Now, the second thing though, is a bit of, it's a bit more critical, which I was also very happy because I wanted criticism because I also wanted to grow in all of this. And it basically the way he put it was hands in too many pies and that I'm constantly developing a new product. I'm constantly starting a new business. I'm constantly having all these ideas about things that I want to do. And I'm really happy to hear that because it's something I recognized about myself. And I thought, you know, it's not that big of a problem. You know, I manage it well. And seeing this, though, I actually forced me to think about, wow, I am actually just jumping into things. I, you know, whether I'm writing a book, I'm creating a new series, I'm, I'm doing this and this and this and this. And I realized, wow, I really need to focus. And so this was really helpful for me because my thoughts went to, okay, what do, what should I cut out and how can I focus? And I did this, actually. I mean... It wasn't just because he said this. I'm not taking this. I'm just like running with it because one person said something. But it's been something in the back of my mind. And this just gave me a little bit of a push that I needed to where I dissolved our part. Well, I mean, I, it was a long, it was a bit, it was more complicated than that. But I ended up with my business partner and up talking. We realized that the marketing firm isn't really something either of us wanted to do. And so we dissolved that. I moved um, some of the products and services we offered into my own personal brand, which I'm going to offer. And I solidified everything into one cohesive focus in my personal brand, in, you know, communicating with confidence, in passionate storytelling. And then if it doesn't fit within passionate storytelling or communicating with confidence, then it's not something I'm going to deal with right now. 
unless I absolutely have to, which I haven't been able to, which I haven't been forced to, thankfully. The second thing is also a bit of critique, and and I'm glad, you know, that I expected this, and this is why I asked this person first, the per- first person I asked, because I knew he would critique me, I knew he'd give me the hard truths, and that's what I wanted, and what he said is hilarious to me, just let me know, like, first of all, I laughed out loud when he said this, because I knew exactly what he meant, and he phrased it a little bit wrong, but he said, ignorant. Now, what did he mean by this? And immediately he was like, no, 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 I didn't mean like stupid. I meant like, I was like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because he's very knowledgeable. He reads a lot of books, you know, attends a lot of courses. There's a lot of learning that he does. And where I don't do all that, I don't read a lot of business books. I don't, you know, I don't attend, you know, online courses. I don't sign up for all this stuff and webinars. I like learning as I go. I do something. I find out what I did right, what I did wrong. I do more of the right, try to do less of the wrong, and I go forward. That's how I learn. That's how I go about things. And so what he was saying is that I think you could benefit from some learning, some actual, like reading some books, attending some courses. So what did I do? Me being me, I said, okay, recommend me a book. Tell me a book that I should read right now. Told me a book I should read. I got it on Audible, and now I'm almost done with it. Um, I And which is super helpful because, you know, I drive a lot. And so listening to Audible, and by the way, this isn't an ad, um, I just really, if you listen to some of my latest podcasts, I've talked about how I was totally against Audible, I did not like audiobooks, I like reading, I've always have, but I haven't found the time to read, I just, I've been so busy with businesses, and then when I'm not working on my business, I'm just resting, and so like I'm watching something, or you know, doing something, or going for a run, I can't read while I'm doing this. And so having Audible is really great because I can do it while I'm running, while I'm driving, or while I'm, you know, doing dishes or making my meals. It's super helpful. And so that's one thing that I immediately corrected. And that's what, that's why I'm going over all this, to show you how someone gave me some feedback. I took it, I analyzed it and said, okay, how can I, is this feedback, first of all, is it real? Like, is it actually, is it, is it, or is it like a miss? understanding about me and who I am. And if I found out, no, this is actually a very valid piece of feedback. Okay, I'm going to do something about it. And I did. And you can see that in each of these critical pieces of feedback, immediately, I did something about it. Of course, the hands in too many pies, it took a little bit of while because it's more complicated than just downloading an audiobook. The second thing, the first thing, though, is that I'm a good speaker, which I'm like, cool, awesome. And in fact, something interesting is that, I mean, I know, of course, I've been doing it for a long time. I've studied it. I've gotten very good at speaking. Obviously, I teach you all how to speak. But and a lot of people tell me, oh, you're such a good speaker. But I don't know these people. They, they've seen me speak once. I mean, as, as nice as it is to hear that from people, I don't really take that into consideration that much. I don't really listen to them that much because, like, you don't really know me. You heard me speak once, and that's great that you, tell, that you thought I was a good speaker. But hearing from people who actually know me, who know what I stand for, who know who I am, and who have, you know, actually listened to me, to hear them say, you are a good speaker, that means a lot. Because that means, especially, you know, after all this, it means, first of all, being honest. And it means that, okay, I am doing what I should be. Because, of course, we all have these questions about, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know. I'm, I mean, am I not really good at, as good at this as I think I am? And finding out that, oh, yes, wait a minute, I am as good as this that I think I am, it helps a lot. And so the fifth thing 
is good natured, which I think goes along with being energetic. And this is something also I'm glad to hear because this is something I try to portray that is sometimes hard for me because I don't. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm antisocial. Not at all. But like in terms of like parties and large gatherings, you know, I'm not. I'm not the but. I'm not the social butterfly. I like you know one on one. One you know I like maximum of like two people in a group. But because for me that means I can actually have you know real conversations. I can relax. I don't have to think about you know how am I impacting the group. All I can think about is just you know relaxing with some friends. And that's, you know, the situations that I really enjoy. And of course, being up on stage and doing, you know, networking and sales, that's completely different because I'm immediate, I'm focused. I know, okay, I'm here to network. I'm here to speak. I'm here to do this. I'm focused. I do my job. I get it done. Whereas in social situation, there is no goal. There is no point. <laughs> Tell them how much I love parties. Um, yeah, for me, like there's no point in social situations. It's just there to relax. And for me, it's not relaxing. So why would I attend those? And thankfully, some of my friends have started realizing that and, like, stopped forcing me to go to these things. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. And But he actually included a sixth thing because he's like, okay, I need one more thing. And that is won't hurt others at any cost. And this is very interesting for me because it's something that I never really thought of. And for someone else to see that... It was, was very interesting to me and how he was and he went on to he kind of elaborate and talking about how everything that I do is always in consideration with is this going to hurt anybody? Is this going to help anybody? If it's going to hurt somebody, then no, let's not do this unless it's like a weird like, you know, some random situation. But and but if it's not going to help anybody either, then no, I don't want to do it because it's not going to help anybody. And it's something that I've just always had in the back of my mind is just how my mind works. And for someone just to say it, someone to notice it, it was very interesting for me. And so that's why this is really valuable. And this is why I'm going through this is because you can really uncover a lot of interesting viewpoints that people have of you that you might not even notice or that it may, you might just seem as normal. And for someone to comment on that and say like, wow, you really won't hurt anybody at any cost. For someone to say that's like, oh, wait, that, that's not normal. Huh, maybe that's something I can go more into. I can really focus on and I can go, you know, more... I could really hone that into whether it's content or just my own, like my overall brand. It was very interesting for me. So that was one person. The next person was actually a former boss of mine who I get along well with. And so he, I've known him for, let's see, like two or three years. And right, he was my boss. And so I, a reason I asked him is because he's also very brutally honest, but he sees me in the more perspective as a former employee, right? Someone who he likes because I got the job done. And it's funny. I just realized this. I'm looking at my notes. He only gave me four, whereas the last person gave me six. So it evened out in the end. And he was very cut and dry. He said exuberance, which, you know, goes along with energetic and good nature. It's just I exude, right? Um, I don't know, exuberance. That's the same word, just in different forms. Um, what is the definition of exuberance, actually? I'm just, I'm really curious to see if, let's see if my, oh, nope, it doesn't work. Exuberance, I think it's just like energy, right? The quality of being full of energy, excitement, cheerfulness, ebullience. Who is it? Huh, Interesting. The quality of lively or enthusiastic expression of thoughts and feelings. Quality of growing profusely luxuriance. Huh. Interesting. I never really thought of like the actual definition of that word before. 
so exuberant is one, right? Very energetic and full of passion. And it's funny because the next one he said was passionate. And right, again, that's something that I'm very happy that they said because that's something that's like the heart of my brand. <laughs> that's the heart of who I am, right? And how I portray myself and how I, you know, accentuate these these different aspects of myself. Because I'm so, right? That's one great thing. The third one was leadership, which is also, it was kind of interesting for me because I, in the position I was at that company, I wasn't in charge of anybody. Um, I didn't have anybody under me. Um, it was very much like a starter job. And to say leadership was very interesting for me. And I was trying to think about, you know, why. And I came across some different situations where I would just take charge. Even though I wasn't in charge, I would take charge and i get something done. Um, I remember this one story. I was going to save this for a special episode, but I think I'm just going to tell it now. Where I was working with a client and... And I was just given charge to say, just do this. I'm like, why me? Okay, sure. I'll just get in charge of this project. I'll get it done, right? No problem. Turns out there's a miscommunication with the client. I misunderstood something. They misunderstood something. And it ended up being where the contractor we're working with, we ended up being late. And for me, I thought they were okay with that because there's no really t- there's no real time limit. And they really wanted this one person to work on it because they've worked with them before. And so I was like, I just casually, you know, sent them an email and said, hey, by the way, we've, we finally got in touch with this person you wanted, you wanted to do this service for you. And um, it's, it's not going to be done at, at, at this time. And <laughs> next thing I know, the CEO of the company, it was, a, it was a rather small, you know, company. CEO walks over and says, Luke, what is going on? They just, I just got an angry call from the client saying that this isn't going to get done in time. And I went, yeah, but they wanted to work with this one person, so I figured, and they're like, no, there's a deadline. I'm like, who told, there's no, what? There's a deadline? No one told me about this. I mean, I just problem solved, right? I, I took all the information, I found the best route possible, and I did it. And they're not making a lot of people angry. And so immediately, right, I called the client, I cleared everything up with them, I apologized, and I, I take full responsibility. I'm going to get this done, and I ended up staying, I ended up, you know, staying up to what, like 1 a.m. a couple nights in a row with the contractor getting this done like the morning that they needed it. And so, right, this is, I think that was one situation that at least I remember. And just a couple different things where I would learn something and then I'd share it with the team and be like, hey, by the way, this thing that we're doing, it's no longer works because of this update or this change. Um, and so, yeah, so there's a couple different situations where I could see that, but it was very, it was interesting for me to see him say that. Also, he knew about my speaking and a lot of the other stuff. So that probably paid, um, played into that as well. And the fourth one, of course, I'm, <laughs> was, was unique, was, uh, quirky. And this was, um, I'm happy because I am right. I, I embrace my quirks. I embrace the little idiosyncrasies that I have, the little oddities. I embrace them. They're, they, that's part of what makes me me. I'm not going to be, you know, just, you know, to use a modern meme and NPC, right? If I don't know if you know the meme, I just, you know, an, a casual, normal quote unquote person who doesn't have any differentiating factors. So, of course, I'm going to embrace my quirks. I embrace the little things that make me me. And I'm really happy to see him say that. And so the third one is actually an, um, an interesting one because it is. it was along the same time, right, that I was interviewing him. There was another person there. 
And he was a former coworker of mine who, I mean, I, I, it's not like I didn't know him. Like, we, we, you know, we worked together, but I didn't really know him that well. And, you know, nice guy, great guy. You know, I have no, no problem with it. Um, but it was, it was someone who, who, has a, who has a more far view of me, who kind of sees me and what I do and knows about me and what I do, but doesn't, you know, have a very personal connection and know me, you know, very well. And so I wanted to see this would be a very good I wanted this because this would be a very good view of like someone like you, you know, you listeners, how you view me, you know, how, you know, more of the public sees me when I'm doing news interviews and I'm doing all this different stuff when I'm putting out content, I wanted to see, well, how does the general public see me who kind of know me, but don't really know the personal side of me. And it's funny because he he the list he gave was exactly the list I knew he would give, and I'm and I'm and I'm happy that he did because I had my guess. I was like, okay, this is what he's gonna say, and it was pretty much almost exactly that. Because what did I do? I've curated my personal brand, and I've and I've created it to generate this. Of course, it's all honest. This is all part of me. I just accentuate different factors of me to really up, appeal. This is not not. If you haven't listened to my episode about personal branding yet, please do. Because I talk, I talk about this balance of like, not you're not deceiving anybody, but you're just accentuating um, different aspects of yourself to create this personal brand that's attractive to people. I'm not gonna just word vomit, you know, on on Instagram and Twitter. Instead, I'm going to have carefully curated parts that accentuate different passions of mine, but also appeal to you that you enjoy um, watching, listening to, and consuming. So that's when I'm talking about personal branding. Don't think of like I'm just like hiding parts of myself. No, I don't hide anything. Um, what I'm doing though is just accentuating parts of you that you enjoy. Because I want to make, because I'm in this like, it's it's a two-way street here. Anyway, enough of that. But so what he said was outgoing and talkative, which is hilarious because I'm so introverted. But when I'm around people, especially in the work situation, I make an effort to talk to people, to network, to, you know, be a positive impact. And that involves talking to people and, and just, you know, having that communication. And so it was hilarious that he said that. And then also the second one was happy. And again, that's part of just the positive impact that I try to leave on people. Third one was hardworking. And again, right, this is a part that I tried to show in getting things done and doing a lot of different things, right? Going back to the, you know, hands and too many pies. Um, part of the reason why I do a lot of stuff is, first of all, because I'm passionate about him. But also I know that it it helps it helps people see that, yes, I am very hardworking. I have, I mean, I, I try very hard to accomplish a lot of different things to get what I want to get to where I want to be. And the fourth one, of course, energetic. Yeah, seeing a theme here. And and then the fifth one was considerate and a listener, which is funny because that's the exact, and it's not the opposite, but it, it, it um, the first one I find funny was outgoing and talkative, and the last one was considerate and a listener. Um, because I feel that I've done a pretty good job of balancing those. And it depends, of course, on the situation. In many situations, I'm listening much more than I'm talking. Whereas something like this podcast, obviously, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> Because if I didn't, then no, then it, you wouldn't be listening. So those, that's you know the view of someone who knows me, but not very intimately. And then of course I'm the last one, which I'm going to go over. And I wanted to get more, and eventually just came to be like just a little too much. And I had you know different focuses that I had to really um, invest my time in. 
And so the last one I'm actually going to give the name is uh, my friend, Clara. Uh, you will see she ha- we have an interview coming up on Monday, this Monday. And we're going to try to do something monthly because we no longer have our podcast that we're doing about marketing. And so because we we um, split up the business. And so instead, I'm going to have her on this podcast every month. And we're going to talk about confidence. We're going to talk about business. Um, in this episode, we talk about dating and online dating and taking marketing psychology and applying it to dating. It was really fun to record. And I think it was very informative as well. The first one. And so you'll see, and I want you to just to remember everything that we've gone through. All every other person we've gone through so far has seen me as a hardworking, energetic, outgoing businessman. Basically, was the gist of it. The first thing that Clara says is introverted. And that shows you how well she knows me and how that was the first thing that she said because it's a huge um, aspect of my life, right? I mean, it's a huge part of my personality, but you would never know that if you just watch my videos or just listen to my podcast, unless I tell you, because when I'm on here, I'm very, you know, energetic. I'm very outgoing because first of all, that's what attracts me. And I love doing this. this is a huge passion of mine. So of course I'm going to be energetic. Whereas with, when I'm with in like social situations, such as like, let's say like a party, I'm very introverted because I just don't enjoy that kind of situation. I don't enjoy that just being in that place. It's not fun for me. Whereas something like this is very fun for me. So of course I'm going to have more energy. And so it's funny that word introverted, it's it's not a great word. Like it just doesn't describe like introversion correctly. Because if you look at most YouTubers, most podcasters, most people who make their living on the internet... They are very introverted, but they speak to millions of people every day. And so, and in fact, I found that the best speakers that I know, and of course, this isn't like, this isn't a huge, this isn't everybody, but of course, all of the speakers that I personally have talked to, the best ones are always introverted every single time. And of course, you know, I'm, sh- of course, there are exceptions. Of course, there are good speakers who are extroverted. Of course, you know. But personally, I mean, I may, I make a note every speaker that I personally meet. I take a note where the, how extroverted, introverted they are, and then I analyze their speech and their speaking style, and I find the best ones are always introverted. And so that's you know that's an interesting one to start off with, and that shows you know the difference between someone who has a far view of me and someone who has a very very close view of me who you know knows me very very well. And so the second one was perceptive. And again, this comes from, and this also, you need to think of the personality of the person as well. And there are certain skill sets. Clara has a very good skill set in being social. She is great at throwing parties, being active at parties. She's great at, you know, event planning and, you know, different aspects of marketing. She has very hard skills in, in, in social areas. And so, to see me, me being, you know, she sees me as more introverted because of she she's so extroverted. And she sees me as so perceptive because herself, she's very good at organizing large groups of things. But when it comes to one-on-one, that's where I shine. And that's where I do very well, especially all the practice I've had with speaking to, you know, depressed <laughs> teenagers and, you know, doing one-on-one, talking to them and trying to unravel all, like, their 
their deep problems that they're that it's hard for them to bring to the surface. And so that's one. And again, you see the difference between someone who knows me very well and someone who doesn't know me very well. The third one was diligent. Notice the words here. And this is why I, I knew I had to ask her because I knew she would come up with good words for me. Diligent. Um, someone who is very, who's organized, sets their goals, their tasks, and then gets them done. And notice the difference. It's not hardworking. She didn't say hardworking. She didn't say passionate. She said diligent because she sees that business side of me. When we're in business together, I was the one who would create the task, who would organize the task, who would you know meet and say, okay, we need to get this done and this done and this done in order to satisfy these goals and do this for this client. That was my role in the company. And so seeing that and seeing that play out is a big reason why she used that word. And the fourth one is likes boundaries. And again, right? Very different from what everyone else said. I like setting up my goals and my plans and my, you know, my strengths and my weaknesses. And I go all in on my strengths. I, if I have a weakness that I need to fix, then of course I'll fix it and work on it. But I like setting up my place and then just staying in my place and just doing everything within it. And I like organization, I like plans, and I don't like things that don't go according to plan. I'm not a spur of the moment, you know, just do something because you feel like a guy. Like, no, if I feel like doing something, okay, analyze it. Is it good? Is there a positive ROI? Is this going to hurt me in the future? Oh, no, this is, okay, is there enough time to actually do this right? That's how my mind works. And again, right, there's maybe a clue to you why I don't like, you know, wild parties and clubs. Just not my type of thing. <laughs> The last thing, and I want, I'm so and I'm so glad she said this last because this is a perfect ending to all of this, is funny. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't believe this because, you know, we know each other very well, so we're always just harping on each other and always just teasing and, you know, just roasting each other. If you listen to, especially this upcoming podcast episode, it shines more than the last one we did. Uh, and if you listen to our our podcast that has now ended, but we have a good, I think, 26 episodes um, and it plays out more like a, like an online course rather than an actual podcast. You'll see it. it's called the social marketing podcast if you're interested. And you can totally see like just the amount of just the roasting that goes on. It's, it's hilarious. And it's funny because how. What she said is that she says, I hate to say this. I remember this very clearly. She said, I hate to say this, but funny. She said, not because you're funny, but because you make me laugh. <laughs> and what a great, and just what a great way to end this. And so I hope you learned something, first of all, about me, but also about how you can take what people say about you and apply it and learn from it and change your behavior. You can see how everyone doesn't need to see you in the same way. You don't need to create a static version of yourself that's, you know, just shallow and fake. Instead, you know, be yourself and really focus on your passions. Focus on what you love and attract the people around you, right? Whether it's physical or digital, attract the people around you who love those same things, who are passionate about those same things and maybe want to learn from you because you've already been somewhere that they want to be. That's the that's like the huge goal of creating a personal brand. And this has also helped me with my recent revision of my personal brand. You might notice my intro is a little bit different now because I've really focused on necessarily, you know, like marketing and sales or business, but rather the relentless pursuit of what you want most. That's truly what I want to help you do because 
whether it's business or whether it's getting a job or whether it's having, you know, a great marriage or just having a good life, that's what I want to help you do. I want to, that's really why I have this podcast is to help you excel in these areas in order to pr- improve your life in general. And so I hope you learned something. I hope maybe you're a little entertained. Um, and I hope you maybe um, were educated a little bit about me. Like I said, we'll be back on Monday with a interview with Clara. I have another interview with an amazing public speaker coming up um, the Saturday after next. And I have a bunch more interviews planned. I'm super excited for all of us and everything that we're doing. Um, you can find show notes and more. And I'll, I think I'll have I'll I'll have all of this in the show notes. Um, I'll just, you know, substitute the names for the descriptions of the people, except for Claire's, of course, because, you know, <laughs> she's on my podcast, you know, there's no, it's, it's, it, there's a much greater value in me actually saying your name. And so this has been the Communicate with Confidence podcast. You can find all these show notes, all of this stuff, you know, if you actually want to see the actual words that they used at the Communicate with Confidence podcast.com. If you're listening to this in the future, this is episode 60. So just look back for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Monday. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things. 